It's yeah. been crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's been bad. I don't I don't know if it's Cass- like something in the air. <laughs> yeah, Casson's not coming because he has no Wi-Fi. Is that bullshit? Are we calling bullshit on that? Listen, I don't know what's going on. Casson's got another career. Everybody's got to everybody's, you know, this is where we're falling apart. And yep. that's the, and it's like, listen, we're not ending at the top, but we, we want to end before we're <laughs> scraping the bottom, you know? And we then, have some dignity. Okay. A little bit, yeah. It's not like we were doing it from the floor of a closet last week or anything. <laughs> not at all. With extension cords by my toilet. No. No, but yeah. I'm in a better setup. I actually set up like this proper thing in my bedroom now because we're able to like still don't have a bathroom, but like able to move some things out of here. And like I have the light, the camera, whatever set up. So it was so much easier. So I could just sit down, plug it in and go as opposed to like having to set it all up. Every time. Um, you had dinner with the boys? How was it? We had dinner with the boys. It was like, you know, it's that like feeling of last day of school before a vacation. Because here in Austin, they have the entire week off. Like I remember as a kid, you you only had Thursday and Friday off. They have this entire week off. Yeah, did we, would we get Wednesday off as a kid? Maybe like a half day on Wednesday, maybe. But I remember going to school Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because I remember specifically when I was a teenager, clubs in New York City would have teen nights. And the teen nights were always the night before Thanksgiving, because that was a big night for people to go out when they were coming home from college to see their parents, to see your high school friends again. It was like a very big night. I don't know everywhere in the world, but I know for sure New York was like a huge night. I actually think it might be one of the most dangerous nights for drunk driving and like accidents. Probably. I know it's uh, even after like the teen stuff, like even when I was 25, like the night before Thanksgiving was always just a huge night, huge night. So I always remember. I remember going to school that day and being just like, you couldn't even concentrate because you were so excited that you were going to New York City to a nightclub. We were probably putting vodka and some water bottles, riding the Long Island Railroad into the city. I remember just like the debate of whether to wear a coat or not because you didn't want to check it at the club, but you wanted to wear your sexy shirt that you got a BB at the mall. And like, you just didn't want to cover your outfit. So you were, so most of us would either like somehow put a cardigan like in our little purses or just fucking be out in the bitter ass cold in little tank tops and pants. Cause we just had to be as sexy as we could. And that was my prime. That, and that's, that was I the was, greatest time of my life. I remember like all those little hot things that chicks did. And you were just so grateful for that. Like, you yeah. know, you just see chill. Like, we were trying, out. Oh. we were trying hard. Yeah. And it was, oh, Thanksgiving, the night before Thanksgiving. Just Do you remember the time when you told me to meet you at the teen club? And I went there and then you guys came up and you saw me outside and you were like, come on, let's go in. And we were like, no, nah, it's okay. And like you went in and me and my friends stayed outside. I was like 13 and you, uh, you must have been what, 15 or 16? I think it was exit. No. Exit? Was it exit? Probably. I forget. And we always like, went to like cheesy ass clubs like that. I forget what it might have been called, but there was like, like you were like, oh, like I, cause I remember I didn't have a cell phone at the time and I was calling you from a payphone like every 20 minutes and you're like, yeah, me and my friends are like, we're, we're trying, we're like getting ready and we're this. And I was like, all right. And it was one of those things where like, I, it was like, we couldn't go back to my friend's 
place because then his parents would be like, oh, now you can't, like, now you right, can't right. leave. You know? So I was like, we would just be, we were like out we and waiting. Trying to stay out. And I think my friend was like, yo, we got to be back by whatever it was, by like 1 a.m. or whatever. And I remember like, we were waiting on the corner for you for like a while. And then I think you show up with your so friends. Sorry. And like, no, it's fine. You should like me and my friends were just like looking anywhere to like smoke weed anyway. And like we were way too young to go to like one of those teen nights. Yeah. We were so little. And um, you at like, you know, with like, and we didn't even have money for like cabs. So we had to walk back downtown oh to this place, God. I remember. And we said to, uh, and you showed up in like a limo with a bunch of your friends. Yes, we would rent. No, was it my prom? No, no, no. It was like, it was definitely one of those teen nights. I think they might have, it might have even been like when they were like, oh, well, we'll pay you to go. Like you might have been like appearing there or some shit because Sopranos was already on for sure. Probably. And you were Damn. like, uh, and you were like, yeah. And like, you know, I was. That was so- one of the best parts. Like in the very beginning of Sopranos, when I was like, didn't have any shame yet and would like take anything anyone would give me because it was like so different. My life was like, so simple before and like our biggest dream was to like get into a club and all of a sudden I'm on like this hit TV show and people are like inviting me and asking me and paying me like I took whatever anybody gave me at first because you're just like what is happening this is awesome but also I took my friends to everything with me it just felt it was so cool to be like oh my god you guys look what I get to do come do this with me like it, like after like everything you know that we like tried to do that couldn't because we weren't cool enough or old enough and so that was like a very it was such an innocent time you know what I mean if I got invited to a place where I knew there was just going to be free food yes yes like, we would be like yo like hell yeah let's go like but we'd go there and just like keep filling up our plates with food like that was like you know year one by year two or three it got a little nice like stuff got a little my standards went up a little yeah then um I also remember like I probably only took money to appear at like nightclubs like four or five times because I hated the idea of having any sort of like responsibility of course okay at 12 o'clock you're gonna come up you're gonna talk to everybody you're gonna give you the mic and this so when people used to ask me like Hey, will you come do an appearance at my club? I would tell them like, listen, like, you know, they'd be like, we'll give you $5,000 come for a night. And I'd be like, listen, I won't do that. But what I will do is I'll come for free. If you just give me and my friends like drinks, drinks. but, but it's not an appearance. So like you, you can't, you know, put my picture on stuff and say I'm coming, but I will come. And, and they were like, their jaws would drop. Cause I would just be like, listen, I can't handle, cause there were times. Cause you were like, going to get free drinks with all the other stuff anyway. And it's kind of cooler to just have you be there and not have to be like, clearly you're being paid to be there. It like makes the club look cooler to be like, oh, this guy's like chose to come here and hang out. Right. And it's like, you know, there were those places where it was like, you could, you know, if you come from 12 to two, so then it was like at one fifty nine, it was like, all right. Like, you know, you get, they yeah. hand you the check and you fucking bounce. But like, if if I wasn't doing an appearance there, you forget because, you know, the difference is when you do an appearance there, there's also more people who are like, hey, can we, like, can I get a picture or can or they just think mm-hmm. like, will you talk to me because- We were there I'm, for I'm hire. Like, yeah. And I'd be like, I'm here to get fucked up. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to like chit chat or, and then you're like screaming and they're like, what was your favorite episode? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I don't know. I don't watch the show. But it was just like, the best was, meeting people like that and telling them like, no, I'll just come to, cause I remember like one time 
I agree. The problem, the times that I agreed were like three different times in Vegas for sure, because the money was just like oh, too. Good they to pay so up. much money. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember getting some like astronomical amount, and they flew me, and I took my brother with me. They flew us first class, two really nice suites at a hotel, like free dinner, free everything, and then like go to a club and get paid so much money. But yeah, they were putting your name out there and stuff. And like now I would never do something like that. I'm like, oh my God. But it was like, that's like, I mean, not that our perspective, like we have perspective, but like now we wouldn't do it, I think, because we're just at a different place in life. But when you're young and like all money is new, like you take shit like that. Like you don't. I don't know. For me, I didn't think about like having a future. Like I never knew when it was all going to just go away. You know what I mean? I was trying to make a living. For sure. It was just, yeah, the Vegas shows. I remember one time they gave me a room like, well, a couple of times, but this one time, like the first time they ever did it where they gave me a room where I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, that's what I'm like, saying. This room is too big. Like you're like, this is crazy. There's like a conference room in here. Like I don't, what the fuck is going on? I remember like yeah. one room had a, like a grand piano and then, and like the view of the strip. And you're like, this is fucking. When you are there, it feels like you almost like just don't get it. You're like, what? Like everything costs so much money here. Like there's so much money. Like the vibe is just money there. It's really bizarre. Like, but it feels like monopoly money. Like nothing is real. Do you know what I mean? Like you're in this like fucking, like you're saying, like you're in a hotel room that looks like a palace. Like it's marble everywhere. And like, like you say, grand pianos and long, t- the most enormous beds you've ever seen in your entire life that are so comfortable, like huge bathtubs and showers. And you're just like, all of this money, it's really crazy. But I don't know. But it's also a place that I feel like, very, I mean, you lived there, but for most <laughs> people that you really can't handle two or three days of it and you got to get out. It's, it had to have been so hard to live there. It was, but you, you know what's crazy? I remember, like, um, you know, here, like when you hear about things where I'm just making this up, like a thirty million dollar painting was sold here, or a twenty million dollar yeah. painting, and then you hear all this stuff. And I remember people being like, one of the biggest use cases for like people buying those paintings is to put them in a casino because, like, that's where they're like, where else are you gonna put? So, like, if you go to the win, I remember there were like thirty million dollar Jeff Koons like things that were just like and the crazy thing is is like nobody's around this thing that costs like 30 million dollars where like if you want right. to for like any protecting reason protecting like it destroy yeah like you know if you ever see when they show like the mona lisa and there's like security and like people standing in front and you can't like mess it up and it's behind this well maybe they do that maybe they well i no, feel like in vegas at any don't. moment if some shit goes down there's like 30 people that are coming down from the ceiling and from every direction like within seconds you know, when I moved to my apartment in Vegas, it was a it was a nice apartment, and there was really nice artwork in there. There were four paintings from some uh, artist or whatever, and I think they were like ten thousand dollars. And I remember the first thing I did when I looked at the apartment, I told the guy, I was like, "I'll take the apartment tomorrow." I was like, "But you got to get those out of here." I was like, "Because I don't, I, I can't live with that. Like, what? How could I live yeah. with these like expensive things? Just there was nothing between like even somebody like sneezing and the the, the art." And I yeah. was like, what are you crazy? I was like, this is Vegas. And also like, 
you know, if it for any reason in Vegas, you're like, oh, you're at an after hours and people are like, let's go back to your place. It's sure. like, if three you people never come know back who's to my coming. Place, one of them could just walk out with this shit. And I told them that and they were like, well, they were like, we don't live in Vegas. So just keep them for a little bit and then I'll have someone come get them. I was like, no. I was like, someone has to come get these today before wow. I move in here. I was like, because there is no way that I'm going to be responsible for this. So they told the person who showed me the apartment, they were like, take them and put them in your apartment. <laughs> so she just like took them out of there. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll take it. Well, I get it. Vegas. Vegas I totally get it. I have not been there in a very, 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 very long time. But like, I, it's almost weird. Like, I feel like I want to take my kids there because it's fun. Like, there's a lot of yeah. things to do. I have zero desire to ever go. I also just feel like I also know. I mean, Vegas is very, unless you have like an electric scooter for somebody who like is limited like me and can't walk a lot, like in long, like it, I can't survive there anymore. Like when I think of when I used to go, we were walking for hours everywhere. Like I could never make it. It's Vegas is rough. I remember first time I ever went was my 21st birthday. And uh, they flew out me and like, and again, this was one of those things where like all these people were offering me money to do my 21st birthday at one yeah. of these places. And we spoke to uh, one of our friends who had a place there. I was like, listen, I don't want, not that they offered me money, but I just reached out to them. I was like, hey, we, we don't want to have a place that's going to try and give me money because I don't want any responsibilities. But I was like, but if you want me to do my 21st birthday there, like, okay. And they were like, yeah, we'll fly out like whatever it was, 20 of your friends mm -hmm. and this. So I was there. Like a bunch of. Yeah, you came and we got a bunch of rooms and everything. But I remember like very much getting, well, first of all, you get off of the plane and there's slot machines and rooms that you could smoke in. So like getting us to get our luggage was almost impossible because we were all just sitting there smoking and like on one slot machine, everyone just like combining money and like trying to hit. And, uh, and obviously they have bars and shit. But um, we get there and we walk into the Venetian and right before uh, we check in, I remember like we we're all meeting by like this fountain waiting for other cabs. And uh, the one of my friends goes, he's like, yo, he's like, you could smoke here. And we were like, what, what do you mean? Like you could just smoke anywhere? anywhere. Like, you walk into the Venetian, you're like, this is the most beautiful, like it looks like a church, you know? You're like, this is so nice. And he's That's like, yeah, he's like, it's like so much money. It's crazy. So he's like, yeah, he's like, I think you could smoke here. And, and, and he like just pulled out a Marlboro light and like lit it up and was like, and then like next thing you know, like 19 other kids just fucking pull out Marlboro lights and, light, and there's just 20 of us. It's not like that anymore. <laughs> you can't smoke everywhere anymore. Can you? I think there's some like designated spaces where you can smoke, but that might be I mean, gone too. Wow. It used to be. Times disgusting. are changing. Oh, disgusting. Oh. It was, yeah. we would be fucking, and then I just remember like, it was, that was a good, that was probably, it was like 72 hours. The only thing I ate in 72 hours was like dumplings. Like yeah. I had dumplings at one of the dinners. I, I, yes, I was at that dinner and it was, you ate 150 dumplings, but you literally, I mean, we've talked about this in the podcast, like you were the color gray. Yeah. It was so I remember just being so not concerned, just like, I don't know why. Cause I always knew, I always knew in my heart you would be okay. Like I knew no matter what happened, like you would pull yourself out of anything. Like you just always felt like that to me, but you were in a, you were at a place where like 
you know, people were like, it was very, it was, there was a problem. Like it was just, it made me, it made me, because I had been fucked up with you so many times in so many different ways. And like, it bummed me out to see you fucked up like that. I remember. Well, you know, like, like again, know, we, I knew you'd be okay, but I was like, oh, this is hard to see him like this, this before where like, you know, because sometimes you've been like, oh, I don't know. Like, you you know, you, you didn't seem too bad when, when you were when I talk about like my addiction and stuff and you because, you know, you were a very like maybe 10 p.m. to like 2.30, yeah. 3 a.m. person, yes. you know, and then it was like you were like, all right, that's it for me if, if you made it that late, you know, right. like. That was my pre-gaming time. But the Vegas thing, I was like, oh, I, I'm, I'm on one bender because that's all right. this like gives me time. Well, for that's what I mean. I got it. That's the only time I saw you like that. I was no, never. You saw me like that many other times. Well, you saw me. I was worse than that. The, the time in that Miami. we got into the one. Oh, in Miami, I was terrible. But the one time that we ever uh, got into like a real fight. When I first Vegas, met Cutter. Yeah, I, I was. That's right. I, that's right. <laughs> I was on another that was your birthday. planet. Yeah. Yeah. I was 20. That was my 27th or 26th. That was like, yeah, that was like a year before I got sober. That was like one of the that, big Well, yeah. I mean, like, obviously that upset me because I was like, what the fuck just happened? We don't fight. Like, we don't like that. Because ne- I remember Cutter being like, what's going on? I'm like, that never happens. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. never happened in the entire time that I've known him. Like nothing even close to like. Ever. To, like, yeah. And you were like just- mad at me. You were yeah. mad at me. I was, I probably did like 15 Molly. Wow. I was just like rocked. And I remember like having two bottles of champagne just like in my hands. And I was like, yeah. And I don't even like champagne. I fucking hate champagne. I love champagne. But it was just, yeah, these were, you know. I, uh, I found these like toe separators. You know, you know, like the original was like the yoga toes, like the super thick, like, you know, jelly looking things that you put on yeah. your, t- I've got these silicone ones. They're called Bodhi feet. Oh my God. I'm just, I got to shout it out because if you need some separating of your toes, I highly recommend it. There, and w- what's the design? Like, like, you know, when so you're like, I need a snack, like, what do you need separation of your toes? What does that feel like? If you're, if your toes are cramped, if you feel like they're like, if you know, if you wear tight shoes all the time, and for me, because my nerves like like to pull my toes, and I'm trying to stretch them out more and like relax them more, and I could never wear yoga toes, and I didn't know of any others until my friend was like, "Jamie, that was like 20 years ago. Go to Amazon. There's so <laughs> many good ones." And I found these silicone ones that you slip each toe into, and then there's like a silicone separator. But like, I don't even feel like I have them on, but my toes are being so nicely stretched. Um, you know, I put a free, I put a picture. I actually got a pedicure yesterday, which I never do because when you have MS, it's so hard to get a pedicure because your toes don't stop moving. It feels weird. And I always found myself like feeling so bad for the nail technician because being like, God, I must be so fucking annoying to her. She just wants to finish this pedicure and my fucking toes don't stop moving. So where I go to get my nails done, the girl was like, I have a great girl. She'll give you a pedicure. Don't worry. I was like, you sure? I feel so bad. I was, you know, I told her, I'm like, like, you're not hurting me. My toes are move all the time. She was like, I got you, girl. Don't worry. She gave me. Yeah, it's good. Giving pedicures is probably so boring that it adds a little spice in her life. She's like, Prob- oh, look, that's she's what I was saying. I was like, well, this is away. different. This is a challenge. Yeah. Uh, but she gave me an incredible pedicure. And so I shouted her out on Instagram. But then I realized I was giving free feet photos. 
And people wow. were commented being like, Rob and Cass would be so disappointed that you just gave this away for free. <laughs> yeah, they're absolutely right. And one of the um, one of the main things, so I went to Reddit before, because we found out that Cass couldn't do this like an hour ago. And I, I was like, uh, so what, what do you want? Because I had a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of questions. But then I was like, oh, I want these questions for all three of us. You know, I want to um, hear answers from him. So I was like, well, could I uh, just ask Jamie? So I got some stuff from the Reddit people. But the first thing that somebody said was they wanted an update on your toe. It's healed so nicely. Um, <laughs> there, <laughs> there's definitely still like there's a scar. There's going to be a pretty big scar. Can you see it on your pedicure photo? Yeah. Gabby, put that up. Put that yeah. up right here. It's my top right toe, clearly. You'll see. Uh, Gabby, can you put like, um, you know, on the game shows when they have an arrow and inside the arrow, there's like light bulbs that light up. Jamie's, Jamie's toe right at the scar. Find the scar. Yeah. Oh, we should have did it like uh, like the Highlights magazine where we hit a bunch of stuff in your foot <laughs> and they have to find it. Like, oh, where's the scar? Where's I used the to this? fucking love Highlights magazine. You would get to your doctor's office and you'd find a page that hadn't been done yet and you were like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Always a rabbit. There was always a rabbit in the picture. <laughs> uh, oh, I see. I had a thing that like, because like I always talk about that I love betting on here, but I never, I never have bets going during the show. And I actually had a bet going during the show today. And I was like, oh, we could follow it live. But now it's it's probably over already. On but, what? Basketball? Oh, the hockey game. I'm looking at it right now. Son of a bitch. I had over in the first period in the Canucks game. It's 0-0 zero, zero with six minutes left. Come on, guys. Well, you know, before you get to more Reddit stuff, I would also yeah. like to l- ask our listeners to write in for, you know, our one of our last two shows to, you know, address like, are there anything, is there anything you want to ask us? Well, that's what I did. That's what I did. Like any questions you guys have. Yeah. Like, are there any questions you have for us? Like before we end this for now, like what's something you've always wondered or clarification, anything like not necessarily email. We have to like read on the show, like ask us a question, something you're really curious about that maybe you think we haven't like talked about enough or, or whatever. Right. So I somewhat did that on Reddit and here's the first one. Oh, uh, Spoon a bomber. Things I wonder. What are Robin Jamie's long term goals? I like it. I like this question. Go for it. Go for- mine is very okay. easy. I always think I'm like I just want to be happy, safe, <clears throat> and healthy, and I want the same for my friends and family. Beautiful. That's it. I don't have any like long term like you don't have specific goals. goals or yeah. I want to have a family. I want to have that. I'm kind of like whatever happens, whatever works. Uh, Love it. Great, but it's just the most important thing is like happy, healthy. Yeah. Uh, mine is to improve my health, my family to continue to be healthy and well, um, to continue working and feeling like inspired in my work. Cause I really, really love it. And I want to keep getting better. Um, and to always have a connection with my close friend circle of friends. Like I, I want to continue to make an effort in my life. I feel like it's it like really fulfills me more than it ever has. Well, yeah, that's how you guilted me into moving to Austin. Yep. <laughs> uh, Jamie, would you ever start a weed farm? No, too too much work. Oh, too much work. Okay. Have you ever been to a weed farm? No. We should do that as a too vlog. much walking. <laughs> we should do that as a vlog. We'll go visit. That would a weed be fine. Farm, but they could like they have like the what is the golf cart thing you have called? 
a, a mule? scallop, a mule. They could, they could, uh, they'll take us around on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They'll have vehicles. It's like it's so cool to see, like the because oh, I bet. Yeah, when I was living in Vegas, there was a guy who was living in my building, and he was like, "Oh, whenever you uh, want, you could come to my weed place or whatever." And what's really cool is they take you through like all the stages. So they're like, "Here's the plants that we just planted," and blah blah blah. Here are the plants that are in like the week, whatever. Here's the next, and they go, "Here's the ones that are done," and here's the ones that we plucked and dried out. Here's the ones that we did, and they show you all the different kinds, and you smell it, and um, then they show you like how they extract the CBD and like make different things with it. Like it's it was really fucking, it's pretty cool. And you know what the crazy thing is? It's like where it is, you can see all the casinos from. Like it's not like oh we got to drive an hour and a right. half. Like it's, it's it's close five minutes from the casinos. Yeah, right. and you're like looking at the skyline. You're like this is crazy that this is fucking right here. So I don't know, Jamie. I could I could see you. I could see you as a weed farmer. Again, too much work. I'll visit it. All right. But what if what if you ran the weed farm? If you didn't have to do like the too much work. Dirty? Really? I don't mean manual labor, like in managing it. Too much work. Okay. Rob, do you realize you're kind of a younger, attractive, thank you. Not Jewish version of Larry David. Uh, well, also not as talented and not as rich and not as funny and not as, uh, I mean, uh, have I ever yeah. met Larry at any HBO parties or anything? Yeah, we, I remember not meeting him, but I remember seeing him at the the Emmys. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember specifically, like, we all went out on, like, the first commercial break and went to the bar and got drinks. And then when we went to come back in, uh, they were like, you can't bring drinks in. And I was like, in the back like what's going on up here and it was like you know probably like steve sharippa and michael imperial right. and a bunch of them like arguing like <clears throat> not bad but just being like come on like just let us let these drinks what are we gonna do we're sitting at a it's fine like we're not gonna do anything but and like after 10 minutes they were like no so we all just stood outside like finished our drinks whatever walked back in and as we walked in larry david was like right there walking with a drink and we were like you know whatever he said like he was probably dolo and talked to the, the security guard for like eight minutes and at the end of the eight minutes they were like yeah you know you're right like or just like yeah. just get away from me and yeah. go in right uh but yeah i fucking He's love love larry david i'm married um, to him yeah cutter all right jamie here's a good one that i like so this is like a more of a situation thing imagine you had a family like eight adults blood relatives and their spouses some of them have children you live in various spaces across the united states and don't usually visit many family members for the holidays you get an email that says, guess what? We've decided that we're all getting together for Christmas this year. And one of the adults brought plane tickets for everyone. And you're all expected to travel somewhere you absolutely don't want to be. Like Oklahoma, for example. So assuming that you are willing to travel in general and seeing the other family members could be kind of cool for a few days or whatever. How or whatever. But how would you feel about being told when and where to go at this stage of your life? If you're stubborn and decide to stay home, they could give you the guilt trip of everyone else showed up and you wasted a non-refundable ticket. Well, first of all, why would they be buying you a non-refundable ticket without discussing it with you first? This uh, is a very pushy family member. Yeah, it's a, it's a, well, and kind of dumb. It's a type of nightmare that I have at this time of year because I value my freedom and I don't want people making plans for me. Go ahead, Jamie. I wouldn't care. I feel plenty of freedom in my life. Like for me, if it was like 
there's an effort for all family to come together, I'm, I'm cool. I, I, it's more about the people I'm with than where I'm going. If everyone was there, like I wouldn't want to miss it. Yeah, I think so too. I think, uh, yeah, I, mean, I think the only difference could be like if you had plans, like if you were like, well, this is my one time a year to go to Florida or go here. And now instead I have to go to Oklahoma for Christmas and I don't want to, like, that's one thing. But, um, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I agree with Jamie, but I also am the type of person where it's like, if I didn't want to go, I'd be like, sorry, like, I yeah, don't care you about would, any, you don't do trips. anything that you don't want to do. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not a guilt trip guy. Like if you want to yeah. give me guilt trips, it'll make me question why the fuck I talk to you. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, who gives somebody guilt trips? But uh, one of the other questions was actually, do you think you'll be doing more things with YMH Studios? And I did a, uh, I did Christina P's podcast this week. And one of the things we talked about was like uh, me dating and the girls I date. And I was just saying how like, if I think girls don't like the fact that, you know, a girl will say to me like, oh, I'm going for a week with my friends to to Mexico. And I'm like, oh, have a great time. Like, it's like they think like you think that's what you'd want. But then like, I think like 24 hours later, they almost always they come back to me and are like, so like, you don't like, that's it. Like, just have a great time. And I'm like, yeah, like, you know, like, have fun. Yeah. Like, I, I want you to have a blast where like, I and, and I don't think that I don't know if it's a deep down that they want you to be like, hey, well, what about this? Or if it's just that like, that's what society has made the norm of like, when a boyfriend tells their, or when a girlfriend tells their boyfriend, like, hey, I'm going away for a week, like, the, I guess, like, accepted universal reaction is not just like, okay, have fun. Like, I think it's more of a, like, well, wait, like, wh what, what about, the, or like, s making them feel some sort of guilt or question yeah. them about, like, who, who are you going with? Well, d don't be thinking you're going to do it. I hope you better, I'm not staying out late or you're not this, where I'm like, oh, go have a blast. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, for me, it's a relief that I'm like, oh, good. This is one thing like that I won't be asked to do. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, somebody wants an update on the bow bullying situation, please. No update. I haven't asked him again about it because I just feel like I just want to let it die down completely. And then like I need like a month's space to readdress it with him. I just want him to get out of like his... Cause I, when it's, when you talk about something too much, he starts just making shit up. Like he gets really overwhelmed. Like, I don't think he's trying to lie, but like he just, it's like, he can't recall everything and he's just trying to make up stuff up to sound good or what he's saying, what he thinks you want to hear. So I'm going to give it some space before I ask him about it again. Where did you guys go for dinner tonight? Um, at the, the there's like a club in our neighborhood. Oh, yeah. And what about uh, how did Bo enjoy the dinner we all went to the other night? He loved it, he, even though he was so tired when we got home and so upset. He he really enjoyed it. I think it made him feel really good. I mean, like you saw, he didn't ask for my phone one time. Like he was present. He was there, but he was like quiet. He was observing. He was looking around, like, albeit I'm sure he was tired too, but like he was great. He tried foods he'd never tried before. I he, I thought he was, I, I mean, I know I said it at the dinner. Like I thought he did really good. And even tonight at dinner, there were so many little kids with us and the families we were with. And he just took the role and watched all the little ones and was so patient the entire time. I even saw him being like super patient with Jack. I was proud of him today. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's really good. He's growing up. One thing I had, I like, 
I guess it's a kind of a reminder of like how tiny he is, but like he took 400 sips of his root beer and there was like that much missing at the mm-hmm. end of the I've never seen anything. He had his root beer in his hands the entire night, just like sipping, sipping, sipping. And I'm like, oh, this kid's going to go through like four root beers. And at the mm-hmm. end of the night, it was like, it was like still in the neck of the bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so tiny. That's crazy. He's yeah, he was really good. He was eating fried shrimp and steak on a rock and very classy. And he's salmon sushi. Salmon sushi. Very classy kid. Okay. Uh, Jamie. So the next thing I need you to do is do you have your phone? Yeah. Look on uh, Reddit and somebody mm-hmm. made AI versions of you. Oh. Yeah. And I want you to look at them and describe them to people and get, I want to get your thoughts on the different AI. Jamie Lee AI. Oh, as a hockey player? <laughs> yeah, there should be like four of them, right? I mean, they don't really look like me. Yeah. Like I can see some similarities, but then others I'm like, huh? Well, I think- As I a think underpaid is. haunted house worker. <laughs> underpaid haunted house workers. And uh, Gabby, put these photos up, please. But I think the stand-up- So what's comedian- my favorite? I was going to say bombing at stand-up comedy is my favorite. Yeah, there's like, you know what it is? It's like, because I've, I've done uh, this with my name with the AI art, but I did like other weird stuff. And it's like, you can see yourself in there a little, you're like, oh, those are my like eye shape. or like, Yes, that's what I'm saying. Eyes. I can see, like, I was are- like, I see my cheekbones. I see my face shape. I can see it for sure. Because I think what they do is, so if, if, and this is something I heard, I don't know if it's true. If it types in Meadow Soprano, it takes all the photos of Meadow Soprano, because that's what it says under the thing. I don't think they put Jamie Lynn Sigler. I think they put Meadow Soprano. So that means it probably stopped when you were like 24 or five, whatever. Right. So it, I think it takes all the photos of you. And from that makes like a shape of a face, the shape of your eyes, the shape of your nose, the shape of everything. Wow. So it's, I think it's from you from like 14 to 22, you know? So it's, yeah, it's strange. It's, uh, it's our Yami Lee. So then somebody else said, if we can't do a weekly podcast, they want us to do a Christmas special every year. Oh, I, we could do, I feel like we could do more than one special. We could do four specials a year. That's what I feel like. That's what I feel like too. We I could feel, definitely especially do that. Like, especially we could still do my dream of life shows. <laughs> yeah. I so, said, well, that's, I think that's what we'd have to do if we were going to do uh Okay, what what is something you'd like to learn over the next five or ten years? To play the guitar. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you have one? No. But you want to learn to play the guitar? Mm-hmm. Do you think you could do it? I think I could be okay. Have you ever played an instrument before? Piano. Are you good? No, but it's because I never play. Did you bring your piano from L.A. to... Yeah, I have it right here. It's from when I was 10 years old. I still have the same piano. So how many songs can you play? I can read music. It's not about songs I can play. It's I can read music, but I'm not good. Like, it's not fluid. Like, I can bang it out and, like, get it a little. But, like, that's what I mean. I have to, like, practice. I I don't... I haven't used, like, my fingers in that way in a very long time. F-A-C-E-E-G-V-D-F? Is that what it is? What? When you're reading music. Oh, C, D, E, F, G, B. But it's at the, the middle is F, A, C, D, F, E, 
E A B G B D F. Maybe it is. I don't know. And then the middle are, are no, it's E F G A B C D E F G. Oh, because you're doing it line yeah. space line space, right? So it would be E F. It's A B C D E F G. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're so smart, Amy Lee. Because you did you know a, it took us a very long time to get there. I'm just saying that you're very smart. No, I'm saying the the opposite. For us to figure out, you're not very smart. No, for us to figure out A B C D E F G. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but we're trying to do it in order that we're we're maximum dumb. Right this, is, this is why we're ending the podcast. Another reason. Yeah, this this is why we'll we're keep adding to it. Yeah, you, did I ever tell you? I don't even know if you knew this about me. Did you know I played the trumpet for years? For years? Years. No. Yeah, every day. Every I, I, day? Like you liked day. it? We like had, you enjoyed it? Well, no, we had uh, music class every day. My instrument was the trumpet. What kind of school were you going to? The music class every day? Public school. That's wild. Yeah, we had a big, we actually had like a big music class, but it was in the fucking basement and smelled so bad. Cause you know, there's probably like asbestos. Asbestos, but it's also spit. Cause you know, when you, so when you play like a trumpet or a barrett, like any a trombone, anything. Yeah, you spit a lot. Well, no, what happens is you, th when you're playing the thing, it gets filled up with spit. And on every one of these instruments, there's a spit valve. And you hit the spit valve and all the spit comes out. So when all these kids are like, there would be 70, 80, 90, however many kids are sitting there playing. It was the whole grade. Plays the trumpet or you're playing the baritone horn or the tuba or whatever. Every kid is just opening up his spit valve and the spit is just going all over the floor. Oh and then God. as soon as my class would leave, another class of fucking 90, 80, however many kids come in. And then there were like different rooms for different instruments and this, whatever. We were like, the fucking brass room is just spit. Like Oof, all off, it smelled so fucking bad. It was the most disgusting thing. And I think about now, like, uh, I don't know how. When you're a kid, you're just fucking disgusting. Um. Also, yeah, like obviously, thank you for everyone last week who said so much nice stuff. Did they? Uh, Where should I go to the Reddit? People said nice stuff. People I said nice stuff it. on Reddit. People said nice stuff on on YouTube. People said nice stuff like all over. What were they our, saying? Just like, oh my God, I can't believe you guys are leaving. You guys got us through so many hard times and like mm. so many again getting us through COVID. And like, if it feels like you guys are friends and this, and like at least nine out of 10 were super supportive of like, we don't want you to go, but we also understand that like, you know, you guys know what's best and you're going to do nice. what's right for you. And, and, you know, and also like none of us are disappearing, you know, exactly. like we're not, it's, it's not a show where it's like, a show 20 years ago where it's like goodbye like you know what i mean it's right like, you'll you'll see us and one one of the comments i remember was um some guy was like me and my wife drive into uh driving to work at our pizza place every you know monday and we listen to your guys show and <laughs> queens i think and i was like I, when i read it i was like oh if i was in queens if me and jamie were living in new york right now i'd be like jamie let's go to this fucking 1000 percent. but that's pizza. like that's so cool you know you like you don't think like we do this and I know we put it out there, but stories like that is like what makes it real. We're like, oh, cool. There's like, there's people out there that are connecting with us and like just enjoying this as much as we are. And I just, you know, 
it's not like you forget, but you just do like moments like that, just like really remind you of the reality of it. And it's, I'm super grateful for it. I think it's so cool. And like to hear that a husband and wife are listening to it together and it's like their thing they do in their drive. That's so nice. And a lot of, a lot of stuff I saw was that like, uh, you know, like Tuesdays are one of those days where it's just like, okay, Monday has its own thing. Cause it's like, you know, it's Monday and this is the day that like you get through thing and you start mm-hmm. a week and then this, and everybody's like, oh, but Tuesday was just kind of that day where it's like, yeah, it's Tuesday. You right. Know? So it was like, totally. like, oh, like Tuesday, this gave us something to look forward to on a Aww. Tuesday. Come out and it was this, but every, like, it's just crazy how supportive people have been. Cause I feel like. I agree. In general, it's like what 40% of like, I know statistically it's like over 50% of comments on uh, the internet are negative. But if you think on like a regular show or whatever, it's probably 70, 30 or something Mm -hmm. like that. And I think like, you know, somehow the people who have like stuck with us and this have just been. It's only people that like us that are hanging around. I don't feel like we have a lot of haters. They just moved on. (laughs) They're like these three. The only reason I think that we could have had haters is because me, you and Kasim are so different that I could have seen people like even in the beginning, Kasim felt like people were like, Hey, this guy wasn't on Sopranos or like, you know, Mm -hmm. because of our differences, I could see people being like, well, I like this person, but I don't like that. Where like, I feel like somehow most of, like you said, they probably just left. If people were like, I only like Jamie or I only like Rob or I only like Kaz. Like after a while, Mm -hmm. they were like, I'm, uh, it's enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's just been, you know. Like no one's forcing anybody to listen to us, you know, like that's what I ever understand. Like the negative comments, like nobody's forcing you to like, give a shit. Yeah. I told you, why are you writing something? Like nobody is forcing you to care about this person. Like you getting on there and being like, I don't care about you makes no sense. Right. It's, it's crazy. I I think I talked about this before too, but like I only left one negative comment once on like anything. And it was just this one YouTube guy who like, you know, he was, he, he made you, I don't even want to get specific because I, I would feel bad, <laughs> but like, it wasn't even horrible what I said, but it was just like, there was a YouTube guy first that made YouTube videos about something that I like who would get suggested in my feed. And whenever I would watch his videos, I was like, these are so bad. And what he did was he blamed like people not liking his videos on because of the fact he was a Republican and every, and all the people who the people who watch the videos about this topic, the people who get viewers are Democrats. And, and, and like, I just, I was like, dude, no one even knows that. I was like, the reason no one watches your videos is because you're whack. Like yeah. if you look at these other videos and the effort that people put in and like the editing and the camera and the this and the that. And I just like, I couldn't sit there and let this guy like, you know, I was probably having a bad day too, but I, I just couldn't let him like go into bed putting out like, cause his were so bad, but it was just sometimes like, you know, they were like fucking educational videos. And I'd be like, all right, like, yeah, let me see what he has to say. And 30 seconds in, you're like, this guy is terrible, you know? And they loved feeding it to me because not many people would talk about, talk about the subjects I'm interested in. But all right, last one before we go. I also want to give Jamie some love from a huge fan. If we are blessed with a baby girl, my partner and I are planning on naming her Meadow. I'm also convinced Meadow would 100% be wearing the Soprano crew these days. That's so nice. I hope you get a baby girl. Do, would you rather her say that she's naming the baby Meadow or Jamie? Meadow. Yeah? Meadow specific. Like Jamie could be anyone. Like Meadow is, you know, that's like, that's like more related to me than the name Jamie. Right. You know what we should have her do? We should have her um, 
commit to that if she has a boy to name it Jamie. Oh. <laughs> boy Jamie, girl Meadow. That'll show that you are a true. Yeah. How, how big of a fan are you? Yes. Could you pick Jamie's feet out of a lineup? That's how we know if you're. Where's a true my fan. scar? Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't even recognize Jamie's feet today because when you showed them to me when I was there to yeah, show you me saw the toe, it. you were oh, like, they were uh, ranky. Yeah, you were like, these are messed up today, boy. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, we did it. We got the pot out somehow. Uh, it looked like it didn't look good for this week. No, but <laughs> we made it. At one it. point. Yeah, it's now 10 o'clock at night. Uh, I don't know how you're so awake. Cutter's so mad at me staring, shooting daggers at me from the bed right now because Jack woke us up at 515. So I got to go. Yeah. Love you. Love uh, you. 